0: Hi, it's Rob Moore here, and welcome to the Money Podcast. So I've just done a one-to-one coaching call with a uh, someone who's got um, a retail business, a fairly small retail business. He turns over about, mm, it seems, £10,000 a month. Uh, he's looking for ways to grow his business. He's looking for ways to get more sales. He said that um, currently has £10,000 in the bank, but his payroll and all of his expenses are £10,500, so he's uh, £500 down in the month. Uh, so I asked him... Um, how many clients have you got and he said well i've got about 600 something like that and i said when was the last time you phoned them all and tried to sell them something Uh, he has a very specific product Uh, they've all bought that specific product off him he sells various different levels of this product Um, so there's nothing to stop him picking up the phone and phoning every single one of those 600 clients and saying hey i love you Thanks for being a client. Sorry I haven't phoned you recently to tell you that I love you, but I'm phoning you now to tell you that I love you. How are you getting on with your X product? Anything I can help you with? By the way, did you know I've got a deal on Y product? And if you part X, X product, I'll give you an extra 20% value on top and I'll give you a 10% discount on Y product. So that'll only be a 30, 40% upgrade and you can have Y product. Now, The reason I'm using X's and Y's and specifics is because if I said what his business model was, you might know him and I didn't get his permission to talk about his business. I'm keeping it confidential. But it just really occurred to me that that is the easiest thing in the world to do, to double or triple or quadruple your money. And that is something in front of you that I'm pretty sure you could do. So people listening are either going to have a product already, or they're not going to have a product yet. But everybody will have 50, 100, 600 or 6,000 people they could phone now. It could be your friends, your family, your contacts in Outlook and Microsoft and all the emails you've built over the years. Uh, You could have a CRM system because you've got an ongoing or larger business with proper customer relationship management. But as an ongoing practice, I'd say every one to three months, you should be, or someone in your team should be, calling all your clients, every single one. I would call them and go in there with, how are you getting on? Is everything okay? Is there any feedback we need? Is there anything I can help you with? Because you'll learn something about your business if you phoned every single one, even if you didn't sell them something. And of course, if you phone because you care, because you want to help them, and then you help them, you're much more likely to be able to sell them something. So you could see it as a courtesy call if you like, but if you get that chance on that call, then make them uh, an irresistible offer for an upgrade or a new product or a swap product, And I'm absolutely gobsmacked that um, Mercedes and Lamborghini and Porsche and Audemars Piguet and SME and uh, FACT and all these companies that I buy very high-end equipment of, I'm gobsmacked they're not phoning me every six months. Because if my speaker manufacturer phoned me and said, hey, we've got the, if they did a PMC FACT-16, and your FACT-12s are... 12,000 pounds. Well, I can give you 8,000 pounds for them and the new Fact 16's are 16,000 pounds. So for an upgrade of just 8,000 pounds, you can get the top of the range speakers that we have. Um, I'm pretty easy to sell to, I'd probably go for that. Um, So why aren't you doing it? Okay, so you're not doing it because you hadn't thought about it. All right, so now you know, so do it. The next thing is you, you get busy. So schedule it in your diary every two months to do a courtesy call all around um, all of your clients. The next reason you may not be doing it is because your organisation is too big. That's absolutely fine. You shouldn't be doing it. Your head of sales should be doing it or your head of customer care should be doing it and you should be checking that they're doing it. Why else Why you not? Uh, might, might you not be able to do this? Uh, you haven't got a product yet. So what you do is phone everyone who is a customer or could be a customer um, uh, and you say to them, hey, what would you like me to do to offer you that could help you and you literally ask them what problems they would like solving now that might sound like i'm putting the cart before the horse um, or you just phone uh, anyone in your network and just touch base You phone you mate from uni you phone a, a customer who was someone 10 or 15 years ago in a different business uh, that you worked in just phone them up say hey it's rob i know it's been a long time this happened i thought of you just thought we'd catch up how you're getting on now You actually might be best not to sell something at that point, but if you've built the relationship back somewhat, you've built a little bit of a bridge, you've connected, you've had a a chat with them, then next call, when you're, it's time, when you've built your product or service, because you know what, if I didn't have a product or a service, but I I was starting up and I wanted one, or I wanted to make more money, I'd probably want to do a two or a three call strategy before I sold to someone anyway. So that first call, I probably shouldn't have anything to sell. By the time I do the second and third call, I'd want them warmed up. uh, And I want them to know that I care. So I phone them up. Uh, build some relationships with say, let's say you've got a hundred people on your contacts list. Phone them up. How you doing? How you getting on? Anything? What are you up to these days? Oh, did you know that I'm doing this? Yeah, yeah. Kind of not really launched it just yet, but that's what I'm doing. You just seed it. Get the you know get it in there awareness. Um, because if you've done a hundred of those calls, and you know that the second or the third call you can sell a product or service, that's going to make you go out there and create that product or service. Now, the thing that I told this chap who I was just doing the one-to-one call with um, that excites me about my one of my businesses. So I have properties which are very physical and tangible, and you know they're bricks and they're mortar. Um, you know, it's like retail, but it's very heavy and illiquid, and a big overhead. Um, but intangible, ethereal, information-based products. So maybe e-commerce or training and education or mentorship or masterminds or you know, you do coaching. All of those kind of ethereal, intangible, non-physical products are quick and easy to start. You could get them done in a week. You could write a course on the thing that you know or you've got experience in in a week. Um, I'll give you a little example because I just like to think of random examples just to prove to you that it's easy. So I've gone on this this upgrade path on my hi-fi system at the moment. You might have noticed me talking about it a bit more. Um, And I made the naive assumption that the more money you spend, as long as you check the reviews online and you see general opinion, the more money you spend, the better equipment that you get. So um, I was demoing a new record deck. It was about £15,000 record deck. Uh, And at the time when I was about to buy this record deck, and I really liked the sound, um, my main hi-fi guy, uh, a good friend of his, um, had his deck for sale. And his deck was uh, a, a better deck you know, look at all the reviews, there's better cartridge, better preamp, a uh, phono stage, sorry. Um, so it was maybe nearer 20,000 uh, pounds. And the deal I got on the 20,000 pounds was the same as the deal I got on the 15,000 pound. And it was a, it's a better system, a more expensive system, but a higher regarded hi-fi equipment. So uh, I went and bought the higher end system. He came, he delivered it, he installed it. I put it on and I could not get on with the sound. It was bright. It was sibilant. It was it was light. Was not what I was used to. Uh, like it was giving me a headache. I could not get used to the sound. And the lesson I learned is no matter what the reviews are, no matter what equipment you think is better, you have to demo it and you have to demo it on your system because one preamp or power amp or um, pair of speakers or cartridge or arm or record deck or phono stage or even the cables can make a huge difference. So if someone could have given me a bit of advice and guidance uh, on um, how to um, not Go through the process of spending twenty thousand pounds on a record deck, and it turning up. I mean, not not enjoying it. I probably would have paid for that advice because that would have saved me the five grand I overspent. Now, as it turns out, I bought it from a guy who I, you know, I've got, I've got a contact with, and I can switch it around, and you know, I'll end up changing the cartridge, and it'll be fine. But I spent a lot of time and possibly wasted some money. So I just thought, there, if someone had created some kind of just even like a book or an ebook or an audio program on how to properly demo equipment and how even the cables or even just um one cartridge can make a huge difference or you think it's the cartridge but it's actually the phono stage um i probably would have bought that so um and the reason i'm telling you that is you might be into public speaking or property or um you know you might already know what your business model is in which case you need to create training programs around it i mentor someone who's got uh, various hairdressers he's got a few of the businesses around the wales area And now he's building a training business around um, training people how to cut hair. And then, of course, once he trains them up, he's then going to employ them. So he gets a double win there. He's got a training business that he can charge for. And then once they're trained at a level, he's basically got a good recruitment um, funneling pipeline process. So that's a double win. Now, um, Tony and Guy, they have a huge business model, not just around the retail, but around the training and the product. So you can pretty much create a training program around anything. Um, look at Caesar Milan, you know, he he's just, he's just knows how to talk to dogs. And yet he's got huge and popular and famous around that. So, if you haven't yet got a business or any products or a load of clients, phone up everyone you know, build a bit of rapport, ask what they're up to, tell them what you're setting them up, setting up. Say, once it's launched, it's okay if you give them a call back in a few weeks? They'll, of course, say yes, even if they mean no. Bang, then in a few weeks when you got your product there, do it. So making money is not hard. We put a lot of things in the way. You know, we think that all oh, we need staff or we need premises or we need some magic formula. We need a secret. Um, and yes, I'm all into leverage, but sometimes you just have to pick up the phone, Not the email, by the way. When I gave this advice, pick up the phone and phone every one of your clients. It's like, oh, well, yeah, at the moment, I'm putting them on my customers into a CRM system. I probably need to email them some kind of special offer. No, pick up the phone is something that we seem to do a lot less nowadays. You're going to get much more of a a response rate and a likelihood of uh, being able to convert a sale. But let's say you're doing 10 grand a month, not picking up the phone and calling any of your customers. If you pick up the phone and call your customers, you could easily double and triple that. And I don't normally make these claims lightly you know i'm normally pretty balanced and don't like you know massive 10x and all of that stuff but if you're doing 10 grand a month without picking up the phone and speaking to a client or trying to sell your existing clients new products or phoning new clients then could you go from 10 to 20 grand in one to two months easily now you've got all your current overhead fixed and variable on that 10 grand a month so like the example of the chap I spoke to, he was bringing in 10 grand a month and it was it cost him 10 and a half grand a month. So his overhead was 10 and a half grand a month. He was losing 500 quid a month. But if he went from 10 grand to 20 grand, that extra nine and a half grand is virtually all profit other than the increased phone bill and his increased Red Bull and energy drinks he needs to get on the phone and burn the midnight oil. And that's it. So you've done all that work to get virtually no margin you don't have to do a lot more work to double your profit, triple your profit. In fact, if that, let's reverse that and let's say that the person I phoned, he was 10,000 overhead and 500 profit. So uh, he's 500 pound down, but let's say it was 500 pound up. So on 10 and a half grand, he was making 500 quid. Now, if he doubled that to 20 grand, on 10 grand, he's making 10 grand. So he's taken his profit margin from 5% 100% with virtually no extra cost, no extra overhead, and just picking up the phone and making sales calls. Now, you could say, yeah, but that's a lot of time or I'm not a salesy kind of person. So get someone else to do it if you haven't got time. Get someone to do it and pay them a very low basic and a very high commission. Share the love and share the money. Get them motivated to do it, but go and do it. So there's a bit of a rant, um, but I just felt compelled that um, sometimes we make it a lot harder than it is. And sometimes you do just need to pick up the phone and call all your customers and sell them some stuff. And by the way, I expect my phone to start ringing some more and you all to sell me some stuff. And that's OK, because you'll go straight to my answer phone. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.